Thank you for listening to sermon podcasts from the Anglican Church Noosa. In our 2024 Summer Chill series, we are looking at some classic psalms, and this sermon is on Psalm 46, and the preacher is Chris Johnson. Our second reading this morning is Psalm 46. If you're using your pure Bibles, you'll find that on page 563. And the heading of the psalm is written for us in the word for the director of music of the sons of Korah a song God is our refuge and strength an ever present help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall, he lifts his voice, the earth melts. The the Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is the word of the Lord. Well, good morning, everyone. And lovely to be here again together as God's people and to be working through the Psalms in our Summer Chill series. And today coming to Psalm 46. Well, the Psalms speak into every life situation. They speak into the best of times and the worst of times. And I have to say that Psalm 46 is a psalm that speaks into the worst of times. It speaks to people who are in trouble, people who need help, people who need God. As we read the psalm, I hope you found its poetic structure and language moving and powerful. However, I wonder if we can fully grasp it when we live in Australia and in so many ways are so comfortable and in a relatively peaceful country. Can we truly appreciate the power of this psalm? Because it's really speaking to people whose lives are in peril. It speaks to people whose social structures have collapsed, uh, people who are desperate. This week uh, I received an email from our diocese about a situation in South Sudan. There are many Sudanese who've settled in southeast Queensland and uh, many of them are Anglicans and many of them are part of Anglican congregations uh, around the southeast of Queensland. Uh, and 
We hear things through the diocese because of that, which you wouldn't normally hear in the mainstream media. Anyway, this uh, was a statement that has come from the government of South Sudan this week. It said, in one of the worst terror attacks across the country's Jongli state, Mool criminals yesterday, and this was the 4th of January 2024, at around 3.30pm, raided Duke counties of Powai and Parbot, killing 15 people and wounding 22, many of whom are in a critical condition. They also took more than 7,000 head of cattle from both areas. On behalf of the state government, we do condemn this terror attack in the strongest terms possible. We pass our heartfelt condolences to the communities of Powa and Parbot. Well, our hearts go out to these people who are, are, are grieving terribly, um, the loss of loved ones, the loss of their economic well-being. Um, and as I thought about that statement and read Psalm 46 this week, it seems to me that Psalm 46 is written to encourage believers who have to face horrible situations like that. Psalm 46, which says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging, no, we will not fear. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And I want to pray along those lines for these folk now. Let's, let's just take a moment to pray. Father, we do pray uh, for all those families who are affected by this atrocity. And we do want to pray along the lines of Psalm 46. We ask that you would indeed be their refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Please be with the families in Sudan who are affected and any here in Australia who come from these districts and who know the people involved. Lord, be their fortress, their strength. Assure them of your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, this psalm can be helpful for people in any time and place, people in Sudan, people who are suffering in Australia. But it was especially written, of course, for the people of Israel. Uh, and Israel certainly knew God to be her refuge and her strength and ever-present help in trouble on so many occasions. The most significant time was when God showed up for his people at the Exodus. You see, the waters of the Red Sea roared, but God tamed them for the deliverance of his people. Verse 9 of our psalm says he breaks the bow and shatters the spear. And God certainly did that with the Egyptian army who were pursuing the Israelites. I want you to listen again to the story of the Exodus with Psalm 46 in mind. And I'm reading from Exodus 14 and verse 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. Remember, the sea is that which roars and foams in the psalm. But Moses stretched his hand out over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove back the sea with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided. The Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, 
The Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and he threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. And then I'm going to jump down to verse 30 where it says this, That day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians and Israel saw Egyptians lying dead on the shore. When the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses, his servant. Well, the sea holds special terrors for us as human beings, doesn't it? But God is sovereign over the sea. He was sovereign over the sea that day in Egypt. Uh, I'm reminded of uh, the story in Mark 4 where Jesus is in the boat with his disciples at the Sea of Galilee. And, of course, the great storm arises, but Jesus simply says, Quiet, be still. And the text says, The wind died down and it was completely calm. And so God tamed the waters of the Red Sea to show the people at that day his salvation. Jesus tames the waters of the Sea of Galilee and shows people his salvation as well. It's not only the waters of the Red Sea, though, that God tames, it's the mighty power of the Egyptian army. As the psalmist says in verse 8, Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he's brought on the earth. He makes wars to cease. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. And that's what God did with uh, the Egyptian army who were pursuing God's people. And so Israel had every reason to sing heartily in its worship that the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And they would have sung that heartily in the temple, uh, reflecting back on the events of the Exodus, uh, that indeed God was with them. However, there are times, of course, when God doesn't appear to show up. Think about Psalm 42 from last week. My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? Or think of Job, a righteous man who faces disaster uh, and experiences the, the very absence of God. Or think about any number of the prophets who, during the time of the exile, lament the apparent absence of God. Israel is defeated by much greater powers. And so the prophets have to address the question, well, why wasn't God an ever-present help in time of trouble? (laughs) Where did he go? Well, the prophets begin to address that question, but I think we need to turn to the New Testament to find a fuller answer. We've just celebrated Christmas where we declared that God took flesh. We celebrate God incarnate, God with us. Jesus, our refuge and strength and very present help in trouble. And he proved that time and again while he was on earth, didn't he? 
with individuals and crowds as he went about ministering over those three years of public ministry. He heals the sick, he casts out demons, he feeds the hungry, turns water into wine, raises the dead, and as we've already noted, he calmed storms. During his time on earth, uh, many people could have easily exclaimed, the Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress and echoed the verses of seven, verses 7 and 11 of this psalm. However, Jesus' ministry seemed to end badly, didn't it? Rather than being the conquering God who broke the bow and the shattered the spear of God's enemies, it seemed like God's enemies, in fact, had won the victory. Because Jesus, hanging on the cross, he was crying out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Here was God's righteous servant, also experiencing the absence of God. Of course, we know that's not the end of the story. On the third day, the grave was empty. Jesus rose from the dead. There was victory. We also know that Jesus promised to return in power and glory. And only then will we see the final victory. See God in all his majesty and his power. And see so much of this psalm fulfilled. Uh, we meet, do meet a God of power here in Psalm 46. Let me emphasize that for you in a number of ways. In, in verse 4 uh, there it says, He dwells in the holy place. And that, of course, was the temple in Jerusalem. Verse 5, God is within her. She shall not fall. Well, we know the earthly temple did fall, didn't it? Uh, But we also know from Revelation 21 that there is a new Jerusalem coming where God himself will be the temple. God himself will not fall. God himself will not fail. God is powerful. In verse 6, it is God's voice which is powerful. The nations are in uproar. The kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. It's a powerful voice. Verse 7, God is a fortress. What a great image of strength and power. In verse 8, he has power to bring desolation on the earth. Well, why would he bring desolation? Doesn't he want to bless the earth? Well, in the context of this psalm, it's about bringing justice, putting down the powers of evil, the powers that cause so much suffering. God has power to remove despots so that wars will cease. He has power to break the bow and shatter the spear and burn the shields with the fire. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. He has power. These are images of someone who is not to be trifled with. The dictators and the despots of the world should beware. There is someone much more powerful than they are who they will have to finally give an account to. Uh, And he will come with desolation on all those forces of evil. Psalm 46 presents us uh, with a very powerful God who is able to help people who are in trouble. Now, we know that that will be the final victory when Jesus returns, when he comes to rescue finally his people. But in the immediate crisis, in the immediate crisis each day, how does God help? How does God help and how does this psalm help us? Well, I think the clue is in verse 10. It says, be still and know that I am God. 
We know God's power to save when we are still. When we stop panicking, put anxiety on the shelf and just take a deep breath and we are still. And we come in prayer and we focus again on God. Think back to the story of the Exodus. Do you remember our series last year in Exodus uh, when the people have the Red Sea in front of them and the Egyptian army uh, coming up behind, uh, what does Moses say to them? Well, in Exodus fourteen thirteen, he says this, Do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the del- deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. You only need... You need only to be still. Well, the psalm, of course, wasn't written at this stage, but Moses is giving the people the same advice as the psalmist. Be still and know that I am God. God is active, God is powerful, but we're called to be still. It's in stillness that we become aware that God is present. It's in stillness that we become aware we are weak, but God is strong. It's in stillness that we pray. And I don't think you can truly know God without that stillness, without a committed time to pray each day, to be still. I can't help but think of that wonderful old hymn, Blessed Assurance. Uh, Do you know the verse which says, Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Saviour am happy and blessed, watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness lost in his love. That's about being still. Perfect submission. All is at rest. Whatever the circumstances. You need time in your life for prayer to cultivate a relationship with God. And that means stillness. And this exalted picture of God in Psalm 46 should give us the confidence to be still before God and know that he is our refuge and our strength. As we look at events in the world today, Psalm 46 should speak into our hearts and I trust give them fresh resolve and confidence. There are so many things happening in our world today which could cause us to be anxious. A major nuclear power like Russia invading Ukraine is a great concern. China's activity in the South China Sea and her attitude to the elections in Taiwan this weekend is cause for great concern. And of course the war that's taking up the most headlines at the moment in the Middle East is probably the biggest concern. And the latest altercations in the Red Sea between the Houthi rebels and the American and British forces and the way that is escalating is cause for concern. Now, maybe these events will just blow over and have no great impact on us like so many world crises um, over the last number of decades. Or it could be that we're living in a period like the 1930s and we all know how that ended. I certainly pray we're not in that position. These events are beyond our control, but they are not beyond the control of our God. And so we need to look to a psalm like Psalm 46 and have confidence and have hope. Verse 1, God is our refuge and strength 
an ever-present help in trouble. Verse 2, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Verse 6, the nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. Verse 10, he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. And verse 11, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Let Psalm 46 speak into your heart. Amen. The Anglican Church Noosa is an evangelical Anglican church on the northern end of the Sunshine Coast, Queensland, Australia. Our vision is living to love and proclaim Jesus. Our core values are being Christ-centred, Bible-based, spirit-led and mission-shaped. If you have found this sermon helpful and would like to contribute to the ongoing ministry of ACN, please go to our website, anglicanchurchnoosa.org forward slash giving. Thank you for listening.